How do you get into the headspace of realignment when you've like fallen from the same thing? Or like you thought that like you had got delivered from it and then it comes back up. Like how do you get into the headspace of like, okay, now I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like to start the realignment process. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how do you realign again? How do you get back into alignment after you have fallen, after you've been entangled in that thing that continues to catch you up? If it's sin, if it's a proclivity, if it's just a tendency, if it's just doing things that you're like, man, this is not God's best for me. How do you get back in alignment? If you follow me on social media, you see I post this one word all the time. And that's reset. (laughs) Reset. I reset all the time. I reset on a monthly, I have to reset on a quarterly. Sometimes I got to reset within the day. I give myself an opportunity to start over again, to start over again, to get in alignment, to, to get on track. And I, I give myself permission to say, you know what? I've been off. You know what? This isn't the way to continue doing it because it's actually not working for me and it's actually harming me. So let me reset. If that's resetting with what I'm putting in my body, I'm eating too, too many sweets, I'm eating too late. If it's reset with, let me take myself to sleep instead of staying up to four in the morning for no reason and being tired the whole next day. Let me reset a sleeping routine. Let me reset with nurturing my relationships and the community that God has given me. Let me reset because I've been too busy. Let me reset my devotion time with God. Let me get back in alignment and reset because I understand I had to start to receive that what God says about me is true and that I'm his his beloved daughter and whom he's well pleased. He's pleased with me. So I don't have to try to prove myself to him. And the scripture also says there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So I don't have to walk around in guilt and shame and feeling condemned and feeling unworthy. Every time I I get all over the place, God has given me the opportunity to step into his new grace and mercies that are new every morning. They're new every morning. They're going to be renewed. So I can ask God for his forgiveness. If, If I fall into sin, I can ask God for his forgiveness when I get out of alignment, when I start to disobey. And for example, God, God instructed me the last week of May to fast. And I didn't want to. I'm just being honest, right? We all human. I'm a minister and all. And God was like, go on the fast. And I was in Seattle. I was just leaving the day before, just left a, a, a funeral service or reception for one of my friend's fathers. And the next day, I felt like I need to go on the fast. It even came up on my phone, fast and pray. Because I have it that pops up on Wednesdays. I snoozed that and then deleted it so it didn't pop up again because that's how much I didn't want to. I'm just being honest. I was like, you know what? I'm in Seattle. I want to get some teriyaki. So I'm probably not starting that fast. But I felt like God was like, fast. And honestly, after that, the service was on a Tuesday for my friend's father. On that Wednesday, I felt really heavy. I felt really heavy. That was the day God said, fast and pray. But my brother came home from work. I was still in the bed. It was 4.45. He came in the room. He said, why are you still in the bed? I honestly felt heavy. I felt heavy because even the week before, I was at another funeral where another friend's father died. 
and I was traveling a lot and I felt exhausted and then I started to feel heavy. So I was in the bed and I was moping, even though it wasn't mine, but I was still feeling heavy. God invited me to fast. My brother said, hey, I'm going to get some gyros. Do you want one? I said, yeah, um, and a French fry with extra ketchup, right? So I disobeyed and it wasn't even that good. Because I knew I was supposed to be fasting. Then fast forward, that was on a Wednesday. I fly back home to Dallas. <laughs> Going into the first week of June, God was like, fast and pray. I still didn't want to. I was like, I'm just getting home, making excuses. And then on social media, I'm seeing everyone post about fasting. Mid-year fast. I said, dang, this is a six-month. Oh, yeah, it is a mid-year I see churches doing midday fast. They're fasting for a week. They're fasting for 21 days. God was inviting me to fast for three. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. And the day that I surrendered to the fast, God was telling me to come up a little higher. Literally, he said, April, come up higher, come up higher in the spirit because I was following after the flesh and it could, it's not always sin. I was eating whatever I wanted. I was doing good. I was doing good because my body had to get back in alignment, right? So the, I was on a workout plan. I was doing Pilates. I was taking care of my body in a way I never have in my life because I got serious about my own recovery. Then I fell off because I was traveling for two months. I was home. God's like, come up higher because I was following after my flesh. I was feeding my flesh what my flesh wanted. I was watching Netflix maybe on a weekday and I could easily not turn on a TV for a month at a time. But I, I was just not operating within a boundary or any discipline. So God said, come up higher. And in that coming up higher, y'all, that same day, I promise you the same day, I then felt sadness come over me. But again, I was just I felt sadness that week before. So I was like, Lord, I don't know what this is. And so I start rebuking the, the, the spirit of grief. And I was like, this ain't mine. It's not going to attach itself to me. And I was like, I do not receive it. I thought about the two funerals I was just at. I thought about the death of my grandfather that just happened the year before. And in that, I was casting down grief, rebuking the spirit of grief in Jesus' name. Lord, it doesn't belong to me. I can care about my loved ones and I cannot allow, I, I, it doesn't have to attach itself to me. You can carry the burden, but not 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 allow it to attach itself to you. And so I I was I was casting it down. And then in that moment, tears welled up in my eyes. I was like, OK, me casting down ain't working. Lord, I don't know what's going on. What is this? And so then I started to pray. And then I start feeling a sense of urgency over my body. My heart was racing like something's wrong. So then I start literally pick up the phone, start calling my family members. I call my dad. He didn't answer. Call my sisters in Chicago. They didn't answer. Then I call my brother. He didn't answer. Call my nephew. He didn't answer. Then I called my mom. She answered the phone. The second my mom answered, she said, did, you, did your auntie call you? No, mom. Why, why would she call me? She's like, she was threatening to call you. I was like, why would she threaten to call me? And she said to me, I have to go figure out some things. And once I get it settled, I'll let you know. Come to find out that next morning, my aunt calls me. My mom was in the hospital. 
My mom was in the hospital. She spent the night in the hospital. And that moment that I was feeling uneasy and I felt led to pray, I was pleading the blood of Jesus over my family. I was I was casting down death. I was decreeing, declaring that death shall not prematurely hit my family, that my family shall live and not die. And I was pleading the blood of Jesus over my family. And when I talked to my mom, she was on her way to the hospital and didn't want to tell her baby girl and worry me. So coming up higher is necessary because there, there's a realm in the spirit that God will reveal all things. And my mom lives in Nevada. I'm in Dallas, Texas. And he allowed me to sense and pick her up in the spirit of what was going on. But before I can pick her up in the spirit, he said, you got to die to this flesh that's leading you right now. You got to die to, oh, but I want this. Oh, it's not bad. I'm not sinning. I'm going to do this. And he's like, no, it's a distraction. And the enemy is trying to come and, and, and utterly destroy you. He is trying to take you out. It's not even about your mama. You're going forth and walking in your calling. The enemy wants to come for you. And he knows what will make you weary and make you quit. So you have to come up in the spirit. You have to come up higher because there is something that I want to, I want to change the outcome of the situation through your obedience through you standing bold in the power and authority that I've given you. And so I, I did, I, I obeyed. I went on a fast for three days, absolute fast. And I had no idea when God was inviting me to fast, what was coming down the pipeline, what was about to happen. I had no idea that I would end up fasting the whole time I was in Las Vegas. I took a flight to go be my mom at the, air, at the hospital. It flew out that same day when I found out she was in the hospital. And it was the day I started my fast, but I was already planning to start the fast and finally obey. And it was three days I was in, I was in Nevada and God already called me to fast so I can be in tune with the spirit and what he was saying and doing. And I could lay hands and I could facilitate healing that and partner with God of what he was already doing. So it's so important because what God is trying to protect you from or bring to pass in the earth you have no idea of, but when he's inviting you to get into alignment, to push away your plate, to die to that flesh that has you distracted, he's saying, come up a little higher in the spirit. Come up higher in the spirit because I have need of you. Come up higher in the spirit because I want to tell you something. Come up higher in the spirit because I need you to stand in the gap for your family and war on their behalf when the death angel trying to come in and have his way. Come up higher in the spirit. So fasting is that. Yeah, sometimes we can fast. I was fasting another month because I wanted clarity of what to do next in business and in ministry. That was a specific fast, but this fast, God invited me to. He invited me to it because he knew what was about to happen and what the enemy was trying to do. And he said, no, the victory is already mine, but will you partner with me? Will you get in alignment so that you can hear and see what's happening around you and even through the eyes of your of the spirit realm not just in the natural and praise the lord my mom was released from the hospital i flew there that that tuesday she was released on that thursday and she's doing better and and is in recovery and getting what she needed but i'm so grateful for god allowing me to reset God allowed me to reset. He didn't condemn me. 
He just invited me. And the same goes for you. Reset. (laughs) Reset. Get back in position. Get back in alignment. Get the discipline back. Get your prayer life back. Get 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 a, a life where you fast and seek God. Get a life where you turn off the TV and stop being distracted by Netflix and Hulu and all the streaming services that want to cloud your mind and keep you from being productive and being fruitful in the things that God has called you to do. Push away the plate, push away the social media, get off the phone and seek the Lord because I promise you everything you need is in him. Everything you need is already in him. Everything you need, the instruction you need, the healing you need, the love that you need. And our father loves us. And when we get when we get it wrong and when we get off track, he's always welcoming, welcoming us back with open arms waiting for us right where we left and right where we stopped seeking him. And he said, come up a little higher. And I love you. <laughs>